It's time for the 2 o'clock show. Featuring Matthew Clock, Tim Clock. Welcome again to the 2 o'clock show. We're glad you could be with us once again. We're glad to be with you. And we have a couple announcements before we begin. First of all, our show is really thankfully beginning to take off. We have a lot of listeners around the country, various states, various states of consciousness, and a couple countries outside of the United States, which is really exciting to us. And uh, we hope that it continues to grow. We would encourage you to tell your friends and relatives about the show if you enjoy the show. Uh, If not, tell your enemies about this show. And we wanted to mention also that we do have a Facebook page. We've mentioned it before, but in case this is your first time, we do have a Facebook page. It's the 2 o'clock show, and it's number 2, then capital O apostrophe K-L-O-C-K show, the 2 o'clock show. You can go on there. We have photographs. We're going to try to get more up there. We haven't put a whole lot on there until now, but we're going to try to put more pictures on and announcements and things like that. Feel free to leave comments, suggestions, uh, maybe where you're listening from, you know, what town, what state, what country. Uh, it would just be fun for us to just track and see, you know, who all is listening to us and where you are and all that good stuff. So off with the show. And this portion of this program is brought to you by Boombrowski's Wood Chips. Since 1920, this is our 100th year anniversary, bringing you quality wood chips for your garden. And now we have a public service announcement on behalf of our program director, Obadiah Perkins. And he would like everybody to know that today is Uvula Appreciation Day. The uvula plays a role in swallowing, speech, and saliva production. (laughs) Uvulas take part in whether or not we snore. Fun fact, only humans and baboons have uvulas. Now the uvula is the weird little flap in the back of your throat that keeps food from going up your nose when you swallow. It's the little thing, you know what I'm saying, looks like a punching bag, you know what I mean? Uvulas make their own thick saliva to keep your throat slippery. And the more you talk or swallow, the more saliva is released. The uvula also swings around a lot during talking or eating so that the extra saliva can be spread around. And uvulas facilitate complex speech such as rolling your arms, laddie. Fun fact, a group of baboons is called a congress. Some food for thought. Your uvula blocks pathogens off from your throat so it helps prevent infection and disease. Your uvula itself, though, can get infections or cause sleep apnea. But hopefully now you appreciate your friend and mine, the uvula. You know, I appreciate my uvula now. I have the utmost respect for my uvula, and I will appreciate my uvula from now on, I think. In fact, I appreciate your uvula. It's two o'clock. Do you know where your uvula is? (laughs) (laughs) And now, once again, it is time for... The Life and Times of Elvira Gulch. The last time, we left Marshall Dillard and Deputy Buford in the Elvira Gulch Saloon. They were enjoying the sarsaparilla when the Seamus brothers threw in a lit stack of dynamite. Marshall Dillard and Deputy Buford were there, left to deal with the crowded saloon and the lit stack of dynamite. Quick thinking, or maybe stupid, Deputy Buford dives on the lit stack of dynamite. Okay, Marshall. 
Whoa, looky there. Must just really put the fuse out. Let me throw this thing outside the swinging doors here. Oh, no, don't. No. Oh, Buford, we could have used that as evidence. <laughs> Well, I guess I should congratulate you, Buford, on your quick thinking there. Good word, nothing, Marshall. I just figured I'd get that dynamite out of here just in case. I didn't figure it'd blow up when I threw it out the swing of doors. Uh-oh, Marshall, here comes, here comes Eli's dump. Okay, now you freaks. Somebody blew up my, my wagon out there. It was my Eli Stump's Lizard Oil Soap Wagon, and it got blown up. I want restitution. Not only that, but the Seamus Brothers was hiding behind it, and they got blown up. So now you killed all the Seamus Brothers, plus blew up my wagon. Well, I reckon we'll have to take up a collection to buy Eli Stump a new wagon. Well, at least the Seamus brothers won't be terrorizing the town anymore. Congratulations, dear, dear Marshall. We don't have to worry about the, the, the Seamus brothers no more, at least ways. Tell you what, these get us a couple of months of Sasperilli there, Marshall. Well, that sounds like a right good time there, Buford. Well, it sure is good, Marshall. I sure am glad somebody saw fit to make sarsaparilla. And what? What was that? I know what in tarnation that was. Let's go outside and see what in tarnation that noise was. Sound like the whole town blew up. Let's go see. Look over there. There's that smoke billowing up from over there. What? That's over where the marshal's office is. The marshal's office is plumb gone, Marshal. Ain't nothing but smoke and rubble. What's this here? Is it, there's a note stuck on this telegraph pole here. Somebody stuck a knife in there. I wonder if that's in connection with this here explosion. Let's yank this here knife out of the telegraph pole here. Let's see, what's it say here? The Seamus brothers were killed, but I'm their cousin Liam Seamus, also known as Eli Stump. This is just the beginning. Alright, Buford, looks like we gotta saddle up here and search for Liam. He couldn't be far. What will become of Marshall Dillard and Buford? Will they find Liam Seamus, also known as Eli Stump? Will their lives continue to be in danger? Find out next time on The Life and Times of Elvira Gulch. The proceeding was brought to you by Tom Sarsaparilla since 1538. If you want some real, genuine sarsaparilla, try Tom's. You'll burp it out your nose. And now for Sam Spud, Private Eye, with his assistant Pratio Groton. We find Sam Spud and his assistant Pratio Groton grumbling in Sam's office. Well, we sure better be finding this a case there, boss, or we're going to have the electricity turned off again. Well, hopefully someone will arrive soon. Come in. Are you Sam Spud? I am. Get it? Spud? Yam? I am Mr. Hasselback. 
And how can we help you, Mr. Hasselbeck? Uh, you find lost items, is it? That, missing persons, solved cases, and the like. What can we be helping you find? I lost my marbles. Well, there's a good shrink at the end of the hall. Not that kind. I have rare marbles, very precious marbles. They're made from precious stones from all around the world. They're worth millions. Sounds like a big case. Where'd you see him last? I can show you. Okay, Prati, tell Mr. Hasselback our payment policy, and once we get everything squared away, let's get in the car. That's a very generous cash advance there, Mr. Hasselback. That's the least I could do. The marbles are worth a great fortune. Right, just show us where to go, Mr. Hasselback. Alright. Okay, turn right at the next corner. Straight down there, past the store. And then go left here, at the liquor store. Okay, go half a block. And turn right here. Are we getting close? It's just around the corner. This is a residence, Mr. Hasselback. I know, that's him, there. That's who? That's whom, objective case. Who, whom, potato, potato. Are you just going to sit there? Apprehend him. He's like, what, eight? He's just a kid. I know who he is. I thought you said you lost your marbles. I did, to that rapscallion right there. You said you know him. Of course I know him. You said your marbles were lost. What does this kid have to do with your marbles being lost? I did lose him, to that kid. We can't just shake down a kid. He's not just a kid, he's my nephew. You know all this time that this kid had your marbles. You said they were lost. I did lose them, to him. How did you lose them to your nephew? We played marbles, he's extremely lucky. Ugh, saints preserve us. Toss him out, Prati. Wait, what, 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 wait! You work it out with your nephew. And by the way, the cash advance is non-refundable. Tune in next time for Sam Spud, Private Eye. And now it's time once again for another cryptid hotline. On the show, we have different people from across the country calling in with strange sightings of weird creatures and strange phenomena. And it looks like already we have someone on the line. Hello, this is the Cryptid Hotline on the 2 o'clock show. You're on the air. Yes, I have something strange to announce. Okay, go ahead. I have a monster, and he lives under my kitchen sink. This is unusual. Uh, can you describe it? I've never actually seen him. He's far too frightening. Okay, well, is there any information you could give us about it? Anything to share with the listeners? Well, he's kind of helpful. He eats our garbage. He eats your garbage, so he's kind of like a garbage disposal then, huh? Is that a thing? Yeah, you just flip a switch and there's like blades in the sink drain. Well, we have a monster under our sink. We've never seen it, but he's always there and he eats our scraps. We just turn on the water and send it down the drain, and this monster eats all of our scraps. Do you happen to, like, flip a switch or push a button when he eats it, or...? Well, my wife has been known to flip a switch sometimes, but I thought that was just to get his attention and turn the light on down below. 
I believe you may be talking about a garbage disposal, sir. Then what was that arm sticking out of the door into the sink? Huh. Anyway, moving on to our next caller. Hello, this is the Cryptid Hotline for the 2 o'clock show. You're live on the air. Howdy. Hello. You there? Yes, I'm here. Yeah. Uh, my wife, my wife Ethel and me was, we called in before. We was, we was down in Texas and we was coming along down in Saragossa and we, we come across another chupacabra. A second one? Yep. And uh, what did this one look like? Well... It looked kind of like a really ugly dog with no hair, and, and we pulled the truck over, and this time we tried to catch it. At least this one, we didn't run it over, like last time. And uh, first we thought it was an armadillo, maybe like a mutant armadillo they got out of a military base or something. And, but this year it had to have been a chupacabra, and uh, my wife Ethel, she tried catching it, and it bit off her lips. And so we had to let it go. We had to take her to the hospital and get her some uh, get her some attention, because it's... It's all hard to whistle and things like that. We ain't got no lips. Well, that sounds awfully inconvenient. Is she doing okay? Yeah, yeah, she just, well, actually saved us money because we don't have to buy lipstick no more. So actually kind of worked out okay. Well, for uh, the sake of the show and the listeners, is there anything else you can tell us about the chupacabra you saw? Well, if you ever see something that looks like a hairless mutant dog, that's probably a chupacabra. And don't go, don't get too close, because he might bite your lips off, too. It makes it awful hard for my wife to whistle for me to come in for supper when I'm out in the field, because she don't have lips no more. Okay, well, that's some valuable information I'm sure that many people will take note of. Yes, I can see that. How does your wife get you when you're you're working out in the field and she needs to let you know it's supper time? How does she do that now that she doesn't have lips? She just holds the whistle in between her teeth and she blows the whistle real hard. And it's kind of hard because you got to put a, your lips around the whistle and she can't do that anymore. So it's not real effective, but, uh, you know, it does well enough. Okay, yeah, just wondering there. All right, nice talking to you, sir. Have you ever considered, like, a triangle or a bell or something she can just, like, hit? Well, hey, I never saw that. My golly, I'll have to give that a try. I'll have to tell Ethel about that one. Where do you, where do you get a triangle? It's next to the square store. Oh, okay. Okay, well, thank you for calling. Moving on to our next caller. Hello, you're on the Cryptid Hotline for the 2 o'clock show. You're live on the air. Hi, uh, is this this Louis Pizza? No. This guy again? Are you serious? I'm just hanging up now. But, but, no, wait, wait, uh, my, my phone book said this is, the, this is Louis Pizza. Um, sorry, sir. Uh, the number might be similar, but somehow you seem to be misdialing. This is the two o'clock show. The two o'clock show. But I, I, I want pizza. Sorry, sir. Uh, try again. Uh, maybe you just misdialed. How many times does that guy call this now? I've lost count. Three, four. I don't know. Uh, you think that guy would? Check his phone book again or something. I don't know. That's weird. All right. Our phone's actually lining up once again. We actually have a call. Hey, go ahead. You're on the 2 o'clock show. Yes, hello. Is this the Cryptid Hotline? This is it. This is the Cryptid Hotline, and you're, you're on our show here. Jolly good, sir. I have a fresh sighting for you. Okay, go ahead. What did you happen to see? Well, it's not so much something I saw as, well, I did just see it, but it's something I rather see right now. I'm going to investigate as we speak. 
Okay, are you are you indoors, outdoors? I'm inside right now. Something just scratched on the window, and I'm going outside to investigate. Hey, be careful there, sir. You never know. The world's full of crazy people these days. Yes, this reminds me of back in 86 when I was exploring the jungles. Yes, back in South America, I would often do this and attempt to find nocturnal creatures that have yet to be discovered. Yes, I'm approaching the area now, and I'm scanning the area with my flashlight, or torch as we call it across the pond, and... Well, I'm unfortunately not seeing much. This old tree here is over by the window. It, perhaps the creature will... Oh, oh, silly me, of course. The press was scraping upon the window. The gardeners haven't been here in a while. Oh, I look like quite the buffoon now, don't I? Yeah, it's easy to make mistakes. You know, it's dark and our minds can play tricks on us and stuff like that. Yes, of course. Many a time when... What? Uh, hello? Hello? Uh, I guess we're gonna hang up, uh, maybe he'll call back. I'm sure everything's fine. Yeah, sure. Okay, now if anybody else will call, we'll have more sightings. Be sure to call in if you, if you happen to see any cryptids such as Bigfoot, uh, the Skunk Ape, Loch Ness Monster, the Mothman... All those sort of things. Any unknown creatures that you see that you can't identify. Even if it's your sister that you can't identify like our caller recently. Feel free to call in. And, um, oh, there's a call right there. Go ahead, uh, you're on the Cryptid Hotline? Hey, uh, yo, yo, this is Cryptid Hotline. Uh, yes it is. Did you call in recently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other day, you know, I, I thought I'd seen the skunk ape, you know what I'm saying? Yes, I remember, um, do you remember that when the guy called in about the skunk ape? Yes, he thought he saw a skunk ape, but it was just his sister? Yeah, yeah, that was the one. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, I thought it was my sister Bernice, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, she smells bad and looks just like the skunk ape, but, uh, come to find out, it wasn't her. She was visiting our, our cousin in Quebec, and, uh, so, I come to find out, it really was a skunk ape, and he was running around our house, you know what I'm saying? That's fascinating. Did he or she destroy anything to, you know? Uh, no, he just got into the fridge, you know what I'm saying, and started throwing food all over the place, and he grabbed a package of bologna and ran out the door. Hmm. Did you happen to get any pictures of the skunk ape or, or anything like that? Did you have any other witnesses to this? Uh, no, no, I was just trying to, trying to, you know, I just came out of my room, you know, going down the hall, and I, I seen, you know, this skunk ape, then I thought it was you know what I'm saying? And then uh, then uh, he ran out and started, you know, going through the refrigerator. So I didn't have time to, you know, grab my phone or nothing to take pictures. Well, that's too bad. That would have been an interesting photograph, you know, a skunk ape going through your refrigerator. Well, um, sure to call again if you uh, happen to see that skunk ape again. And especially if he gets in your fridge, that would make a, an interesting photograph there. So, all righty. Well, nobody else is calling, so I guess we're done with the Cryptid Hotline for now. Thank you for tuning in, and now for the rest of the program. 
Well, we thank you for listening once again to the podcast, and we hope that uh, you've been entertained. We know these can be stressful times, and that's the point of this show, is just to kind of get everybody's minds off of all the craziness in the world right now and help you unwind and relax a little bit. And we appreciate you listening in. We are really grateful for you, our listener and listeners, and we're, we're really thankful that people are beginning to listen in the countries outside the United States. Again, that's exciting to us and normally we just walk out the back door here and we leave or we go for a ride in the elevator or something but looking at my watch here it's just about time for the train to come by so why don't we go out the door and let's walk down to the tracks and see if we can catch this train and see where it goes all right well it looks like it's coming down the tracks now there it is right on time that's amazing all right well Hopefully we shall see you again. Well, we won't see you. I always say that. Well, hopefully we shall be back with you once again next week, around this time next week, and bring you bring you episode 11 of the 2 o'clock show. Same clock time, same clock channel. Unless I mess up and we don't get it out in time. Alrighty. We shall talk to you later.